Hey, everybody. Welcome to On the Shelf, a program that is dedicated to helping you get your products into a major big box retailer. I am your host, Tim Bush. And man, do we have a program for you today. I am so excited that the folks from ECRM are here, and they are going to tell you everything that you need to know to have a successful ECRM show. Do you not know what ECRM is? That's okay. That's okay. They're going to explain it. They're going to tell you why. If you want to get your products into retail, you have to be here. You have to go to this. You have to be part of this ECRM meeting. Don't go anywhere. This is the place to be. Here we go. ECRM, everything you need to know. All right, so we're sitting here with the folks from ECRM. Hey, Joe. Hey, Sarah. Hi. Hi, And uh, we are going to spend some time explaining what ECRM is, why you should go, why it's a great place for you to meet buyers. And I thought, how better to do that? You know, I can tell you what it is based on my experience. I can go on and on and on about attending an ECRM meeting. But I really wanted the folks from ECRM to tell it to you directly from them. So if we can, let's just start out with uh, something easy, uh, guys, like who you are and what you do. So, Joe, why don't you start out and tell everybody who you are and what you do? Sure. Uh, everybody, uh, my name is Joe Tonowski. I'm the Vice President of Content for ECRM. And uh, basically, my role, I have a trade journalism background, and uh, my role is to generate content, uh, whether it's articles or videos or webcasts, so on and so forth, that will keep our customers engaged, both uh, before, during, and after the face-to-face meetings that we have. Okay. That sounds super important. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sarah, what do you do? Yeah, so I'm the senior vice president of our grocery team. We host 18 different category-specific meetings throughout the year around food, beverage, anything consumable, really. So I manage that whole process at ECRM and um, can help, you know, happy to be here today to answer questions and just talk through the process and what we do within the buying and selling process. Cool. And Davidson is your last name, right, Sarah Davidson? Yeah. Okay. There we go. We all all call her Swizz, though. Well, we're going to put that out there, right? Swizz, is that what it is? Now now we have to know. Why is that? Well, my maiden name is Switzer, and if I just said Switzer, that's why I got married in September. So Sarah Switzer is my maiden name. I just turned to Davidson, and actually the founder of our business used to call me Swizz, short for Switzer. So it just kind of stuck over the years, and that's what all the EC armors here call me. All right. Well, we won't tell your husband that you you actually just said Sarah. You didn't say uh, um, you didn't say Switzer. So you're in the clear okay. There. Yeah. You're okay. Good. Not that I'm going to meet your husband, but if I did, I would tell him. Listen, buddy, you got to get more with the Davidson out there. <laughs> more branding, right? She's no, not Swizz represent- ain't going away. Right. You need the, some content management there. I think. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, ECRM is going to be uh, probably not known uh, to a lot of the listeners out there. Some of them might know what it is. Uh, some might not. So we're going to spend some time talking, obviously, about what you guys do. Let's start out again with something easy. What does ECRM stand for, by the way? Joe? Sure. It stands for Efficient Collaborative Retail Marketing. So a little bit of a mouthful, but that's what we do. Right. That's why it's all down to ECRM. I get it. Uh, so tell us a little bit about ECRM, what it is, you know, in a nutshell. Absolutely. In a nutshell, that's kind of tough. We do a lot of things, but to, to boil it down to the essentials, uh, we're a business process company that uh, is aimed at streamlining and enhancing sourcing between buyers 
and uh, suppliers of food and CBG products. Uh, and we do this through, and I'm going to give you another acronym here, our EPPS meetings. So that stands for Efficient Program Planning Sessions. And we have 60 of them. And what these are are hosted buyer-seller meetings, so dedicated meetings in which the buyers and the sellers interact directly. So uh, for buyers, uh, what ECRM does is we're a discovery platform for new products and new sources of products. Uh, a lot of uh, buyers, they're really busy. They, they do a lot of traveling, but it's hard for them to get exposed to a huge variety of companies, especially new up-and-coming companies. So we gather them all together and put them in front of the buyers. Uh, for the sellers, we're, we pretty much we take the grunt work out of the business development process. Again, sellers, especially new uh, suppliers, they have limited resources. Um, they, they can't travel too much. So we bring all the buyers together and uh, set them up with dedicated meetings so that they can really maximize their time and just purely focus on those meetings at hand. We take away all the other uh, distractions such as uh, meals and location and, and uh, there's no booth set up. There's, you know, all you have to do is just focus on the meeting at hand. So that's why, you know, we, even though we have in-person meetings and we have more than 60 of them, we typically don't refer to us ourselves as an event company because there's so much more that we do around those meetings that people don't see. So the way, uh, one analogy I like to use is an iceberg, right? So you have the tip of the iceberg and then the major part of the iceberg is below the water that you can't see. So the tip of the iceberg are those 60-plus EPPS meetings, right? And then below the iceberg is the whole process uh, behind that where – so uh, – and, and that I refer to as the three Ps, right? It's process, platform, and people. So the process being, you know, we have a whole process from before the meetings to during the meetings and then after the meetings where we help suppliers – prep for their meetings and uh, uh, get ready to meet with the retailers. You know, they can research the uh, buyers they're going to meet with. They can upload their information. And, you know, I can get into a little more details later on. But then we have uh, a process at the meetings themselves. And then there's a whole process for in which we help them with the follow-ups. So, and then the platform is our MarketGate platform. That's ecrm.marketgate.com. Everything happens on that platform. So at the beginning... They uh, register onto that platform and they prep for the meetings. Then at the meetings themselves, they use an app and they can, with, through which they can access all the information. And then after the meetings, they use it for their follow-up. And then people, you know, a lot of typical or traditional uh, trade shows, you know, the people are kind of in the background. Uh, you know, you have the booths, you have the, the sessions and everything. But at our event, the people are such an integral part of the whole thing. So again, the account managers that are involved with the buyers and the sellers at the beginning of the process, at the uh, meetings themselves, and then in the follow-up. So you see our people everywhere, the ECRM shirts everywhere, and they're there to make sure that you have everything you need, that the meetings come off uh, um, on time. You know, everything's about those, you know, 20 minute and 10 minute meetings that we have. And also about, um, you know, being there for any, any new needs that come up. So you just grab anybody with an ECRM shirt and they can connect you with who you need to be with. So that's a kind of big nutshell, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know. 
All right. <laughs> That's kind of what we do at a high level. All right. Well, let me let let, let me break break it down a little bit because I know the listeners out there they're going, "Oh my gosh, I could never do all that." That sounds like a, a ton of stuff. <laughs> so, I always refer to and I'm sure I'm not the only one and you guys can tell me if I am. I always refer to ECRM when I'm trying to tell somebody about it and I call it speed dating for retail. So, mm-hmm. right? And and so for those of you out there and that just listened to Joe and he gave a extremely detailed, um, and I'm sure Joe, you could get more detailed, but he gave a detailed oh, yeah. uh, accounting of what it is. But in an, in a nutshell, when you decide to sign up for an ECRM event, you're assigned an account manager, and that person walks you through everything that you need to do in the pre part of the meeting, and then that person, then you get kind of handed off once you get to the meeting with the person who's going to handle uh, your um, your specific meetings, and then afterwards your account manager shows back up again to um, to help you with your follow-up. So don't be afraid that uh, there's so much involved in, in actually doing it. The guys and the folks at ECRM are awesome at walking you through every step of the way. Not only that, but they're, um, they're super on it as far as your deadlines and making sure that you don't miss out on anything. So mm-hmm. I know that ECRM has been around a while. So, uh, Sarah, tell us a little bit about the history. Yeah, sure. I think uh, it's important to kind of know where we come from. So I'm glad you asked that. It's, you know, been a company that's been around for over 20 years now. We started back in 1994 uh, with our founder, Charlie Bolas. And, you know, he grew up in the retail world. He was a buyer. He was a seller. um, And right before he launched ECRM, he was a distributor. So ECRM was launched to really build efficiencies into this buying and selling process that there's so many different ways to go to go to market. And so when we started back in 1994, the first thing that we had to get right and we still do today is understand the timing of when buyers make decisions by category. So Joe mentioned that we have 60 different um, EPPS programs throughout the year. Each one is timed specifically to when buyers make decisions in that particular category. So we're working with the retailers to understand when those decisions are being made so that we can get everyone in that particular category in this industry together um, to review products, find new, discuss current items, and also start their planning for the, the future year. So um, that's been going on for 20-plus years now. We started with our first event in health and beauty care and now have evolved into a number of categories. I mentioned I manage our grocery business, but we also have a general merchandise department. We have an international department where we're doing different programs in Europe right now. We're launching our first event in Hong Kong next year. We also host um, health and beauty care and pharmacy uh, programs throughout the year. So covering a lot of different categories on pretty much everything that you would see in a retail store today is being covered. Um, here's a, here's a, a quick question. Do buyers like ECRM? <laughs> well, of course we're going to say yes to that. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely, so we talk about a lot of the advantages, uh, you know, of what a seller can get out of it. Obviously, getting that access, being able to present products to buyers um, is an obvious one when you get that face-to-face time. But for the retailers and the buyers that are coming, they are asked to do more with less every single day. And so, I mean, Tim, I've listened to your podcast. I know that you're preaching this as well as that it's hard to get that callback from the retailer. It's hard to get that 
um, you know, returned email. And so what we're doing for them is that they're getting a lot of uh, a, a lot of um, requests, and so we're helping them save time and taking all those suppliers that they have to find time in their office to see and not miss out on and bringing them out to a given place and time for three or four days where they can get access to all those suppliers, not miss out on anything. So, yes, retailers definitely like ECRM for those time savings. Also, just the ease of it. Um, everything is taken care of for the retailer from the time that they register. So we're reaching out to these different buyers throughout the year. Once they register, they also have account manager where their um, hotel reservations booked, their flights are booked, um, their meals are taken care of. So we really want to keep it as simple as possible for that buyer. So the only thing they need to really focus on is the suppliers and the products they're going to be reviewing on site at the program. Nice. I, uh, the reason I ask that is, is, you know, I agree with you. You know, I've been in this business 22 years and I remember when there was a, such a thing as a buying staff, right? You had a buyer and then they just had this, this team around them to get things done. And, and that has, over the course of the last 10 to 15 years, kind of just whittled away. It used to be that buyers themselves could focus on the exciting part of actually being a merchant and they could get excited about new products. But today, I think they think a lot about all the hassle, right? Got to get them in as a vendor. I got to do this. I have to look at a sample. I have to get sign off. And so I think that what you guys do for them is is super key because uh, I just don't think they have the time to look at a lot of things anymore. And it doesn't have anything to do with what they want or don't want. It's just a, they're just dictated now with their time, just trying to manage the product line that they have and keep up with promotions and, and whatnot. So uh, exactly. that's why I kind of... I kind of threw that out there simply because uh, I kind of already knew the answer, but I wanted to hear what your take on it was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there, oh, yeah. Joe, did you want to chime in on that? Oh, sure. Yeah. And uh, well, first I was going to say you're wrong. They don't like us. They love us. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, uh, exactly. You know, along the lines of what you said and, and what Sarah said, um, you know, they, they're under so much stress and they have to get so many things done. And we want to take as much of, the, the busy work off of their plate as possible so that they can just focus on the products themselves and their discussions. So the more we can take off of their plate, you know, if they're meeting, if they're going to have 50 or 60 or more meetings within two or three days, that's a lot of work in itself. So we do everything possible to take all of the uh, busy stuff off of their plate so that they can just clearly focus and, and they'll sustain that mental focus throughout the whole day. So, you know, every time you have a distraction to deal with, you know, that depletes. You know, I do a lot of reading in cognitive science. It's just I, I'm really interested in it personally. And, and the more distractions you have, the more your, your attentional focus gets depleted. So we take all of that away from you so that you can maintain that focus throughout the event. I mean, they don't even have to look at their watch during the meeting because we have someone who comes along and knocks on the door. That's so right. They're like the little mini attention. they're like little mini dictators out there. They, you got uh, it. You know, if the buyer starts to wander and doesn't show up at an event, that those people go track him down and haul him over. I've seen it. <laughs> exactly. So Joe, um, you guys mentioned uh, several times, you know, different types of uh, of meetings. What types of of uh, ECRM meetings are there? You know, I know Sarah does grocery. What else is there out there? 
Sure, I'll run through some of the uh, some samples uh, within each major uh, d- uh, department of the EPPS meetings that we have. So, for example, uh, under pharmacy and medical markets, we'll have uh, uh, generic and branded pharmaceuticals. We'll have uh, home health care, you know, which is durable medical equipment products. There'll be we just had one hospital and alternate site pharmacy. We have a pharmacy technology event. So, you know, we have about a dozen different things within pharmacy alone, if not more. Uh, within health and beauty care, you know, we'll have a couple of cosmetics events, skin bath, uh, fragrance, cosmetics. We cover sun care, cough and cold. Uh, we just recently did a diet, vitamin, and sports nutrition uh, meeting last week. Uh, within general merchandise, you have a wide variety. We have a couple of electronics meetings. We have pet, which is a big one. We'll do uh, personal fitness, which we just had last week. And uh, a new one on baby and infant, which is kind of an out, out uh, which is interesting. It's an outgrowth of our personal care event, which was originally, which is an HBC. Uh, it's personal care, oral, and uh, I believe like some travel sized uh, items and baby. And it grew so much. And plus, there's a general merchandise component that we actually made it into its own meeting, including both the HBC side and the general merchandise. And then as far as the grocery events, I'm going to hand it off to Swizz to kind of take you through some of the details of the events that we have. Yeah, I think the best way to think about it is we have a program for every aisle of the store. So mm-hmm. we we work our programs and our sessions the same way the re- retailers think about it. They have a buyer just for Easter candy that I was at two weeks ago. So that buyer is coming to do their Easter, Easter candy program. If you think about, you know, there's a frozen aisle. We have a frozen program throughout the year. So that goes for every category, not only just grocery, but pretty much every single aisle is covered within the store because we're basing our sessions exactly how the retailers think about it. Cool. And then there is also a general merchandise uh, a meeting, right, that kind of is a catch-all for things that might not be that specific. Am I getting that right? Yes, that's actually this month. It's uh, um, we have a housewares, household, and general merchandise, uh, and I believe we have uh, we have a, a few that are focused just on general merchandise, or we have one also for value merchandise. Okay, so Sarah, if somebody has a product and they look at all the listings for for and they just don't know where it would go, how do they find out which event would be the best place for them to 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 take part in? Sorry, I use the word event meeting. <laughs> No, um, so there's a couple of resources. Obviously, calling ECRM, we have staff on site to discuss the best options and point you in the right direction. We also have our EPPS listing on our website. In each um, program, it lists what particular categories are most appropriate, and it also shows you the buyers attending with their titles. So you can start to see if this is your target market, is these are these the buyers that you're targeting, and you know get a nice rundown of the, the, the whole session and everything that it's going to be focused on. Okay. Now, I know that we, I wanted to ask you, you know, why is eCRM a good vehicle for getting product into, into retail? But I, I think we've kind of covered that. Is there, is there anything um, that maybe we haven't hit that, uh, that the listeners need to know about why this is a, a really good thing for them? Uh, um, like you said, we've covered it. I would just say again, it's the access to the retailers at the right time when they're making decisions. That's what it boils down to. 
So how does a listener know they have a product? How do they know if they're a good candidate? You know, what would be some criteria that you would say, um, yeah, you know, if you are here, here, and here, uh, an ECRM meeting would be a good place for you to go. Where, where do they need to be in their process? Sure. So number one is having a product that fits the category of the session. So, for example, if you are a snack vendor and you have a new, let's say, a new chip, bag of chip, some new chips, um, that you want to sell. First, you want to make sure you're appropriate for the category. Second would be that you're ready to talk to these retailers. So a lot of um, our sweet spot of like the manufacturers that come are typically your smaller to mid-sized manufacturers that um, have some distribution. So the product is out there somewhere right now. Um, it doesn't have to be, you know, in the largest retailer in the country. That's why you come to ECRM. I mean, our sweet spot for manufacturers is that smaller to mid-sized manufacturer but our sweet spot on the retail side is more the larger um, chain uh, retailers that you're seeing uh, across the country. And we also have mid-sized and regional groceries and distributors there as well. But I think most suppliers are coming to us to try to get access to those retailers that either they can't, you know, get access to now, they're not getting the appointments that they're requesting, or it's just difficult. I mean, it's difficult to fly across the country and see all of these retailers at one time when they're all making decisions, because typically there's a two or, you know, probably a month to two month window when they're going to be all making decisions and you get out across the country to meet with all of them. It's very costly and very difficult. So I'd say, you know, to get back to the original question, you definitely want to make sure you have products within the category. Um, any kind of distribution that you have going in is always a plus. Um, but ECRM is a great vehicle to see distributors if that's going to be, you know, the first time you're trying to get your product in. You have to start somewhere. So you definitely get that FaceTime and can start the process there. Got it. So I just just wanted to. Hey, big boxers. Just a quick announcement from TLB Consulting. Are you looking to scale your business this year? Are you looking to get your products on the shelf of a retailer this year? Well, guess what? Booking a coaching call with me has never been easier. I know based on the past 10 years of working with clients that it can be difficult to be a solopreneur. It can be difficult to scale your business into territory that you've never been to. That's why I have opened up more slots this year than I've ever done before. One of my goals this year is to work with more clients, more solopreneurs, more big boxers looking to get their products into retail than ever before. I want to work directly with you and share my experiences over the last 25 years of getting products into retail. I want to share those experiences with you. I want to talk to you from a place of somebody who's been there and I want to help you get to where I've gone. Like I said, it's never been easier. All you have to do is go to tlbconsulting.com, click on consulting, and then choose the time or the bundle that you want and get it scheduled. Let's kick off 2020 with a bang. Let's get you the information that you need. I'm looking forward to meeting you. Sure. Uh, I just wanted to add something. Um, you don't necessarily have to have a product ready to go 
to get benefits from our meetings. There are some situations, in some cases, where a supplier is developing a product where they may come to our meetings to actually get feedback from buyers on their product development so that when they do um, further their development, they do it with those retailers in mind to kind of improve their chances of actually hitting a home run their next time, you know, at the next meeting. So, and that's where the whole, again, the process comes into play. Uh, for example, and I had a, a discussion with a buyer about this, and that buyer told me they'd rather see someone come in with a product in development, take their feedback, and then come back the next year and hit a home run and get it on the shelf. Because, you know, the reason why in our system, in the MarketGate system, when you're at a meeting, you can both the buyers and the sellers can take notes into their app on iPads, which we give them at the show, and those notes stay in the MarketGate system. So if they're using our meetings to kind of shape the development of a new product, well, they'll have all that feedback with them that they can take back and uh, forward to their colleagues, take that input, put it into the product development, and, you know, tailor it to, the, you know, based on that feedback that they get. So it's not, you know, we're not saying everybody does that, but there are a lot of companies that will come just for that purpose. So, guys, if, if you're out there, let me put it in perspective. You know, if your company is Bob's Chips and uh, you have this small line of chips called Bob's Chips and you call, let's say, uh, Walgreens on the phone and you say, hey, this is uh, so-and-so from Bob's Chips – you're probably not going to get the time of day, okay? You're not Lay's. You're not who they're normally carrying. But at ECRM, Bob's Chips gets 60 meetings, guaranteed, you know, guaranteed meetings where you're going to sit down and people are going to be able to try Bob's Chips. And maybe Bob's Chips are the most amazing chips ever, but nobody's ever going to know if they don't get to try it or if they don't get to have that one-on-one -on -one time. You're going to have a difficult time, and we talk about this all the time. Um, you know, it's hard to get distribution, you can't get distribution without somebody taking a chance on you. And generally, people don't want to take a chance on you until you have distribution, which what is what makes ECRM such a great opportunity because, you know, who knows? Maybe they're going to try Bob's Chips and, and say, oh, my gosh, i got to get these on the shelf. So uh, so take that into account. It's a, it's, it's a great option. All right. So I did want to ask, um, you know, I have personally been to uh, – I think I, I was at – last year I was at a grocery uh, – event. I've been to home health care. I've also been to C-Store, uh, convenience stores. And, you know, I, I do something different every time. You know, both you guys can weigh in on this, starting with Sarah, but how can you get the most out of an ECRM meeting? Sure. Well, I think the number one thing is to research who you're meeting with. Prepare. Prepare and understand who that account is. Typically, meetings are going to be between 10 and 20 minutes. You don't want to take the first five minutes asking the retailer where they're located, how many stores they have, you know, what, how they go to market. You don't want to ask those things. So I think the number one thing I always recommend to suppliers is you're making a big investment here, not only uh, financially, but of your time. And this is your shot to get, you know, in front of these retailers. So use it wisely. Use that time to present your products and 
and, you know, know about that retailer when they walk in the door. So that's my number one recommendation. There are a slew of tools and resources that we have um, that we coach the suppliers going into the event with our account management team here that can help kind of take advantage of some additional opportunities and, and things that you can do along the way to you know, help yourself um, be prepared once you get on site. But that's number one is researching these retailers and knowing who you're, who you're meeting with. Okay. Joe, what would be your number one? Well, it would be on, uh, on the tail end of it. Follow up, follow up, follow up, follow up, follow up. And, uh, you know, it, it's in your follow ups. Do exactly what the retailer asks of you. You know, uh, it's, it's amazing. Sometimes I, I, hear from buyers where, you know, they wonder why someone hasn't followed up with them or didn't, you know, if they say, give it to me, send me your samples in two weeks or connect with me in two weeks, you know, not tomorrow, not in a month, in two weeks. They say it for a reason, you know, because as you just uh, mentioned earlier, you know, they're so time starved, they know they have specific gaps in their time. So follow-ups are so important and, you know, you want to be buttoned up, you want to just, you know, take good notes during the meetings that you know exactly what the retailer requests of you after the meeting. So that would be uh, my number one to, you know, the flip side of the coin of what Sarah just said. Cool. All right. Well, I'm going to throw in mine in there um, because I I would have said either of your guys. I think those are both great. But uh, my third one, I think that I would throw out there would be um, know your pitch. And uh, like Sarah said, you have 10 or, or 20 minutes. You can't spend that 10 or 20 minutes trying to figure out what you're going to say to who and what you're going to talk about and what's most important. So you have to practice your pitch, and you have to know what you're going to say. And you're probably going to say it 60 different times. So, um, you know, by the end of the show, you should have it down pretty well. But don't get to the event not knowing what you're going to say and how you're going to say it. You might perfect it during the show based on how people start to react to you and the questions that they ask. But really, you know, have a pitch down, know what you're going to say and what you really want to highlight about your company because you're not going to have a ton, um, a ton of time. And then uh, also, and you guys can chime in on this, but the more you put into the system prior to going, right, the more mm-hmm. the people are going to know about your company and the less you have to really talk about that. Correct. Mm-hmm. Technology is a big part of this whole process. I mean, I talked about our first event that we started it with in 1994. You know, by the first by, – by, 2000, 2001, we knew technology had to be a big part of this because it's not all about just that one time that you meet face-to-face. It's about the engagement that you have all year round. And that's what the technology platform does for you through MarketGate, through ECRM Connect. So there's a lot of different um, tools that we have before, during um, the session, and then afterwards to help kind of fuel this whole system and connecting through the buying and selling process all year round. Yes, the people who use the platform itself and, and take good notes, rate the meetings, upload their photos, upload their uh, their uh, uh, product specs. You know, anybody who leverages our application, which is called ECRM Connect, they tend to do better and have a lot more success because you know, again, you get back from having all of those meetings. If you don't have good notes, you're not going to remember who said what and who wanted what. You know, so and then. The, the notes are valuable feedback. You know, every they should every supplier should go into every meeting with one of two goals: either to move forward in the, in the, the sales process or to learn valuable information that you can apply to your product development. 
So you always should go in with the goal of getting something from each meeting. And then you should get something from each meeting. You may not get a sale, but you'll get a good, you know, good information, which could lead to a sale in the future. Yeah, I think, I mean, I still, I, the, the very first ECRM event I went to was the C-Store one, and that was years ago. And I still pull that up. And uh, um, if I'm thinking, oh, I met that one person at uh, the convenience ECRM, and then I can go back in and find that, that person and, and reconnect with them. The other thing I like that I think you guys put in recently is the where you get to rate your meeting by putting the stars on it. Man, that mm-hmm. really that really helped me the last time because when you're doing your follow up, it helps you focus on you know first and foremost you get to focus on the five star, the four star meetings, and you it can I, kind of for me anyway it helped me prioritize uh, how I went about my uh, my follow up and, and who I would con- connect with first based on how I rated the meeting. But yeah, again, that's to take again, like we mentioned before, it's to take that busy work, you know, off of your plate. You know, now you know, okay, I'm just going to go after the five stars right now. Next, I'll go after the second tier and then the third tier. Everything, and we, it keeps evolving as you know, as we get feedback at every meeting. One of the cool things uh, is that at every meeting we have what we call our event debriefings. They used to be called exit interviews, and those are one-on-one meetings between every attendee and an ECRM staff member. And the reason for that is to gather feedback that we directly incorporate into the next year's meeting. And so you multiply that year over year over year, and we're constantly refining our tools to meet those additional needs that come up. Right. No, and I've been through, definitely been through a couple of those. All right. Um, I did have one more question, but again, I think we kind of covered it. So I'm going to ask uh, a little bit more of a fun question because ECRM is not just all, you know, meetings and pitching. Um, there's a little bit of fun that goes into there, and you guys make sure that people get to interact. So let's talk a little bit about what else you get to do at ECRM other than uh, just meet. Yeah. Well, I can take a stab at that first. So it is all about um, also building relationships, networking, and that's why we have these programs at you know, nice resorts that are, you know, of course convenient by air, but then also relaxing. They're by the beach. They're, you know, in a nice resort setting. And so we like to do some fun things while we have everybody on site. Uh, You're working long days with these one-on-one meetings. Uh, We supply breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day. And each evening we either bring in entertainment for everyone to gather and socialize together and network, or else we take everybody off site to something local, like, a local attraction that'll be fun for everyone just to get out outside um spend some time with these buyers and sellers that you're going to be spending three days with and build some memories and some relationships that are outside of just talking about you know the products and the, the buying and selling that's going on during the day so just some examples uh a couple weeks ago we went and tried out top golf which is uh, a pretty fun off-site where we took everybody off we had a nice dinner and everyone played um the top golf game that evening um i have an, a program coming up here in miami we're doing a boat cruise um, around the Inner Harbor there. So always try to do something kind of local, fresh, fun, just to get everybody out and um, talking and, and doing some interaction outside of their one-on-one appointments. Yeah, and, and the reason why, like, like Sarah mentioned, you know, during those conversations, and, and Tim, you alluded to this earlier, you know, these conversations, they're concise. It's to the point. Uh, no BS. You want to get right to the point. This is what we have. This is your consumer's needs, and this is how we fulfill those needs. 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 
So you can't do a lot of social conversations during those that time. So, you know, during the reception and the uh, events in the evening, uh, that's where you can let your hair down and actually have those get-to-know-you conversations, talk about the history of your company, your family, I have two dogs, and this and that. You know, that's what the evenings are for. And so we want to create that atmosphere to that's conducive to those type of conversations. I think that that's a key part of it. And, you know, you guys aren't mentioning it, so, you know, me, I'm going to mention it. But, hey, there's cocktail hour, right? There's cocktails involved. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I always tell my clients, I told you guys this yesterday, I always tell my clients, listen, two-drink minimum, come on, guys, don't get hammered. <laughs> um, because, uh, you know, the second that you had that fifth drink is when the Walgreens buyer is going to show up right in front of you and you're going to be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, if you guys listen to my podcast, you always hear me say, be professional. So just because there's cocktail hour, folks, doesn't mean you get to – I know Joe said you could let your hair down, but don't let it down too far. Yeah, they're pretty well behaved at our our meetings. I think it's actually your point that you just said. They know the buyers are walking around. So, you know. Anyway, it's, it's good a, to be well behaved there. <laughs> yeah, it's a fun time. Uh, I've always enjoyed it, and I've always got a lot out of it. And I was introduced to it by um, a gentleman uh, who used to go and sell spray to clean your screens. And he always said that every ECRM event he ever did, he did at least a million dollars in sales after each event. So when you have a recommendation like that, how can you not go, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, well, That's- listen, any, um, uh, any last... Any, I have a question for each of you that I ask all my uh, anybody that comes on the show. Don't be scared; it's not hard. Um, but uh, before we do that, any any last thoughts? Anything else you want the the listeners to know about ECRM? Uh, what's the actual website that they can go to get information? Uh, ECRM.marketgate.com. Okay. All right. So, Sarah. And final, uh, oh, sorry. oh I'm, yes, you, Sarah can go first. Yes, yeah, Sarah. Final thoughts. Really just, you know, thanks for the opportunity and that we could talk through this. I think we really covered everything. And, you know, ECM's really out there to build efficiencies into this buying and selling world that we all live in and, you know, save, help you save time, reduce expense, and just go to market faster. So we're here for you. Visit our website, and let's see how we can work together soon. Awesome, Joe. Sure. Well, uh, on the content side, I'd be remiss if I didn't plug our content site. Uh, We have actually a couple of different areas where um, listeners can go to get a little taste of what we do. So our content site, basically, if you go to the website, ecrm.marketgate.com, and you see the content gateway tab, that is our main content page. And then we also have a YouTube channel, uh, which we already have, I think, 450 videos on it that, uh, from, uh, from the, the EPPS meetings. Uh, they're, they're videos of suppliers talking about their products. They're insights videos from buyers. Uh, there's videos from uh, speakers that we have at the uh, meetings. So, and that's uh, um, ecrm.marketgate.com slash YouTube. And, you know, it'll give you a nice overview of what the experience at some of our meetings uh, is like. Perfect. For, I did I, – I thought of one more, one more question, Sarah, and this one – you can probably feel this. When you go on and you decide that you're going to do an ECR meeting, you're going to be faced with the question, do I want to be down in general where my meetings are going to be 10 minutes or do I want to be up in a suite where my meetings are going to be 20 minutes? How, how can you help – uh, a potential ECRM or decide where they should be 
whether they should have the table downstairs or they should have a, a, an actual suite. Yeah, so that's always going to depend on their objective and where they're where they're at in the process, where what they're trying to accomplish at the event. Um, most people pick our planning session option because it's more time with the retailers. It's twenty minute option. So about eighty percent of our attendees opt for that planning session option. We also have a ten minute option, which is great for um, newer suppliers that have maybe only you know two or three particular items that they're just going to be focusing on rather than, you know, a hundred items within a line that they need to discuss. So lots of different things that we can talk through on the advantages. But the thing to remember is that if you do power hall with 10 minutes or you do planning session with 20 minutes, you see the same retailers, you see the same buyers. It's just the amount of time and the space that you need to present that it really changes it up. Perfect. All right, so here's here's my question, and uh, this is just because I'm personally interested. It has nothing to do with anything that we're talking about or even the podcast today. But, Sarah, what is your favorite organizational app on your phone or on your computer? How do you stay organized? What do you use? Ooh, that's a really good one. I mean, for organization, you probably heard this a thousand times. I live and breathe at Outlook. I mean, that's how mm-hmm. I organize my, my work life, my personal life. Everything goes into that calendar. Everything gets assigned a task. Everything has a folder. So that's what I use day in and day out. Um, and I use that on my phone as well. So that would be the number one for sure. Okay. What about you, Joe? And it's funny, I was going to say the same thing. We're on Outlook 365. So, and because we're so mobile, I mean, we're always on the road. I've been to 22 meetings already uh, this year. And, you know, again, I live on that app as well. So, I mean, the app uh, has all of the Outlook. uh, No, well, not Outlook, Office 365 for me. So the whole thing, you know, so I take everything on Office from my laptop. I can put it on my Mac. I can put it on uh, my iPhone. So that's probably the one that I would use the most. The second would be, or almost as equal, would be the social media apps. So YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, because just as part of my role with content, I'm on those almost as much as I'm on the other apps. Got it. Yeah. So me, for me, I, I use uh, a Google for everything. Google Calendar, uh, Google. Yeah. So I'm constantly, I move my whole business as mobile. So um, I, I took everything to Google. So, but I like to ask that question. I like to understand, um, staying organized is something I struggle with. I've struggled with it my whole life. So I'm always, uh, you know, I'm always looking for, uh, the way that everybody stays organized because in today's, uh, business world, you know, people think that you should respond to them within minutes, not days. And, um, and I know that, uh, separating work and, 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 and home is uh, difficult. So I always like to ask that question. I'm interested in, how people today stay organized. So thanks for answering that. Uh, sure. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, the, so th- that's it. That's what we have. These are the folks from ECRM. I definitely, they, they get the, the TLB consulting seal of approval. If you have uh, some budget to spend uh, this year in actually marketing your product, getting your product out there, you could do this. You could fly all over the country. You could get on a plane every single day and maybe you're going to get some meetings. Maybe you're not. You could, cart around your product to show it, or you can simply go to an ECRM meeting, okay? It's the fastest, easiest way 
to meet the key people that you're trying to meet. And for my listeners and for those of you out there listening, I know, I know that you guys have one or two products. You're small. You're just starting out. It's all in your garage, right? You're trying to put it on Amazon. You're selling it on your own site. In fact, you probably carry some around in your trunk just in case you run into somebody who might need it. Get yourself to an ECRM event. Oh, sorry, Joe. ECRM meeting. And uh, geez, <laughs> I've, I've been saying the E word for so long, it just slipped out. Yep. Uh, Not a problem. But get we yourself to an, uh, an ECRM meeting uh, and figure out what it's all about. It, it's uh, it's going to be the best uh, value for your dollar that, that you can do uh, this year. Um, and you know what? Anybody that comes from this, uh, from this podcast and they come to one of our meetings, I'll make sure that I get uh, a visit with them in their uh, – uh, sweet and do a new product showcase video so that we can get that on YouTube and help get the word out. You guys heard it right there. Joe just made a commitment. So if you book yourself an ECRM uh, meeting, definitely reach out to me so that I can pass your information on to Joe and, uh, and he'll know what meeting you've been to and, uh, or, or he'll actually meet you at, at the meeting. If you have questions that you need answered about ECRM, you can always send them to us. You can reach out to us on Twitter at, at TLB Consult, you can reach out to us on Facebook at TLB Consulting, and as always, you can reach out to us on our website at TLBConsulting.com. Joe, if they have questions for you um, or uh, Sarah, um, do you want to give them some information on on how they could actually contact you, or would you rather have them just go to the general ECRM site and and let the system take its course? No, I mean uh, they're more than welcome to contact either of us. Uh, my email is jtarnowski at ecrm.marketgate.com, and I'll spell that for you, J-T-A-R-N-O-W-S-K-I at ecrm.marketgate.com. And my number is 440-528-4207. Uh, and then, Sarah? I can be reached at davidson at ecrm.marketgate.com. And my direct line here is 440-542-3033. Wow, you guys are putting it out there. You want to put your home address in there at the same time? (laughs) (laughs) Good luck finding me there. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing your products on the shelf. 